Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Sterner, play action, looking, punch, throws down the middle, touchdown, Arkansas, oh my! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Motorsports Authority. Sterner throws, With two great locations and hundreds of vehicles to choose from. Sterner, very confident. Throwing down the middle. Oh, this Clint Sterner, he's putting on a show. Check them out or visit online at msastore.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. Oh. Wide open receiver, it's Cobb towards the end zone. Touchdown! Oh. Right. Let's get uh, the thoughts of the QB. Clint Sterner on a Monday morning quarterback segment here. Again, brought to you by Motorsports Authority. What do you say, Clint? How you doing? Fellas, I'm doing all right, man. About as good as I can do through this uh, Razorback season right now. As good as I can be, I, I suppose. But, uh, man, we're vertical, and, and we had a good overall weekend of football. And, and uh, man, we got the Astros down here. we got the Astros in the – Another ALCS. So, man, life is life is all right down this way, man. Yeah, I wasn't going to bring it up, but I'm sure that uh, Wes will want to talk about that at length. But let's start with the Razorbacks, Clint, and the fact that uh, another one-score game they lose. Uh, they're finding ways to overcome the offensive line issues, defense. And we were talking about what's the identity? Defense and special teams, they're able to hang their hat on that semi-consistently, which has been nice to see. And I, I saw a tweet, and it was a, a tweet of frustration, I will say, from you. Uh, I don't want to put emotions in your heart, but looked like you were you were a little confounded about what you were seeing on the offensive side of things from Arkansas through two quarters the other day. Yeah, I mean, really, it was through three quarters. I mean, I, look, I, we can. I think you're right. I think you're spot on that. That what gives me hope the rest of the season is you got a kicker that's nails, and and you got a defense that that uh, it's not just one dimensional. You got a secondary that can cover down. Although they busted a couple, you've got a secondary that can cover down when they get it right. You got a defensive front that that can can it can hold up to the big boys in the league in, in this league. And so you, you we're going. It gives me hope moving forward. But as we as we hone in on this ball game that we just watched, it's just it's extremely frustrating. Uh, again, beyond just guys not being very good. I mean, look, it's clear. It, it, every conversation, I think, moving forward for me needs to start with the fact that this offensive line is just not good. Whether we're talking about the pass game or the run game, this offensive line is, is just not very good. Um, K.J. Jefferson is not a progression pocket-passing quarterback. Um, the wide receivers have, have absolutely zero wiggle, uh, zero change of direction, zero shake. Uh, and all of those things are, are issues right now, uh, and and that part is while frustrating, Justin. I, I, you know, that's that's something for me that it's it's really hard to just continually beat that dead horse because you got to take the guys that you have and you got to make you got to make the best of the situation, um, and that's why coaches are paid so handsomely these, these days. And it's just offensively, it's very difficult for me to to kind of wrap my head around some of the decisions that are made given what we all know at this point on the offensive side of the football and so i couldn't help but maybe voice a tad bit of my frustration there on, on the old twitter machine 
Yeah, here it is. This Arkansas offense is an extremely difficult watch. It's hard to make sense of what I watch week to week, top to bottom. Yes, that is about right. Here's the question I have for you, Clint. It's not going to change anytime soon significantly, other than the offensive line looks a little bit better against Mississippi State and Auburn. We'll find out. Certainly they're going to look better against Florida International. Here's what I want to ask. Since you know you can count on your defense week to week and you feel good about special teams, is there something they can do offensively to be a little more complimentary, or is there are they stuck with what they've got? Well, no, I think the frustrating part of it, again, is beyond just guys, you know, at certain positions not being very talented yet or maybe they're too green. I don't know why they're struggling. But beyond that, the frustration for me, Justin, comes with, I know, I know right now, as we talked briefly last week on Friday, I know right now my offensive line is is not going to be able to hold up really against anybody, but damn sure not the, the SEC West opponents and SEC opponents on the schedule, right? And so on first and 10, I would stay away from play-action passes that all three receivers in the route are running routes, you know, 15 yards or deeper. Um, I know there was one time in the Alabama game, I think in the second quarter, where on the TV copy you can see it plain as day. You know, they're play, long play action, and K.J. stands up, and you've got to go route outside, you've got to post inside, and you've got a 15-yard kind of a little flag out route by the inside receiver. And you just don't have – you don't have the guys to do that. Um, not on first and ten, right? Not in the second quarter. If, if the game gets out of hand and you've got to do some of those things late, kind of like the LSU game where it was just kind of bombs away and you feel like you have – okay, that's fine. But, but first and ten, those kind of calls are going to turn into second and 19 which it did, right? Um, you know, there's a cup, there's a there's a drive there to start the second half, get an eight-yard run. I think it's I think it's second and two um, in the second half to start the second half, and, and you go pass-pass on second and third down, end up in third long, and you punt. Um, for some reason, Dominic Johnson's in the ballgame in the fourth quarter when you when you got to have it drive. You're down three, you got to go 80-plus yards, and Dominic Johnson, of all people, is, is in the game at the running back position when you've got at least two other guys that have proven to be um, speed guys that have had, have had good moments this year versus a guy that is your four-string back. Like, th- those kind of things to me are all just very, like, what what are we trying to get accomplished? What What is the thought process behind not having number zero or number seven in the backfield in that situation? And so those are the frustrating things to me that, that I think Dan Enos just has to correct, and if he does, you got a better chance of winning ball game. But what should they be doing offensively? What what kind of plays should they be running? Well, I, I mean, look, there, there's no doubt that, that it, it's an uphill battle. But but there is again, uh, I mean, when you're when you're in second and two, um, you know, let's let's not run a play action that takes an extra extra second to to develop and, and put your offensive line at risk. Uh, I really, you know, you guys know where I'm at. I mean, even though it's been tough sledding, I, I love the, the KJ quarterback plus one run game. I love the inside run game. For whatever reason, they cannot run the ball outside. I know they'll pop one every now and then because because Dubinian or or uh, a, a Green is is they got a little speed to them. They'll pop one every now and then. But I would I would stay away from the wide outside zone run. I would find a way to get the ball quickly to to Satania. I mean, he had a third test screen. I got big-bodied receivers other than than uh, than than Satania. I would let those guys block and feed him the ball in the quick game and in the in the uh, in the screen game. He had a 13, 13 14 yard uh, screen, you know, screen that he caught and took it up the sideline. 
And then he had a little he had a touchdown that he caught in some traffic on one of the RPOs. He's a guy that you got to get more touches to. Um, but I, look, I don't know that anything's going to be great with this offense. But I feel like there are some things that we need to exclude from the game plan that we just don't have the personnel to make it happen. And instead, we continually call those things. So, um, Wes, I don't, I don't think there's any one specific answer outside of I would stay away from outside runs. I would get Satania involved. I would stick. I would, I would stay away from the, the, uh, the, the deeper play action stuff because my offensive line just can't hold up. Um, I, I'm gonna tell you, I, I'm covering a team here in Houston where. I mean, guys, they were down to – they had their third-string left tackle, uh, their third-string left guard, their third-string center, their starting right guard, and their second-string right tackle. And their quarterback went out there and didn't, go, didn't get sacked for three straight ball games. And, and he went out there and, 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 and actually won two of those three ball games because he was just getting the ball out quickly. And, and it was a, a, an extremely creative, quick game. Uh, that they created. They couldn't run the football a lot like Arkansas. They still can't run the football, but they've, they've put some stuff in the game plan that allows their, their offensive line to not have to protect so long and their quarterback gets it out. So there's plays out there with. It's just, I, I think those are, for me, I just want our, I want Danny Nose to stay away from the stuff that we know this group can't do. How important is the Mississippi State game? Oh, it's huge. I mean, every one, every one of the SEC games is huge moving forward. And now, you know, you, if Sam could have beat Alabama uh, at, at that point in time, I think that gives you a little bit of leeway. Obviously, it means you're a better football team than what your record says, but it gives you a little bit of leeway from not catching too much heat and your seat not being so hot. Right now, um, you know, you're, you're going to bump up against some schools that, quite frankly, are, are teams that year in, year out, we expect to beat. Um, Mississippi State's one of those schools. Missouri's going to be – I know Missouri's having a hell of a year, but still the, the, the thought going into a Missouri game is you got similar Jimmys and Joes, and, and if your coaches make a difference, you should be able to go out there and beat that football team. And so, you know, this, this, this last stretch of, of, of uh, SEC games, Auburn is not a good football team, guys. I mean, they're just not. They, they can run it a little bit, but the quarterback play is, is not good. Um, I mean, that's, that's a game that, that uh, Arkansas should win. And, and right now, Sam Pittman's in a place where he, it's not about just one of them. Hell, he's got to go rattle off the rest of them. So, um, this next one up being Mississippi State is a big one. Clint Turner joining us, brought to you by Motorsports Authority. Clint, tonight, Cowboys center stage and taking on a uh, Chargers bunch. Really got a, a, I think it's a pretty good quarterback matchup. I don't yeah. Know. We'll see what, how, what, which Dak shows up tonight. Uh, this feels like a, to me, not a must win necessarily for the Cowboys, but a seemingly very important road game for them tonight. Well, I, I think it's an important road game. Um, it's clearly a, a game where, I, you know, I don't necessarily know win versus loss, like, you know, long, down the road what exactly it means for the Cowboys in terms of seeding or anything like that. But I, I know this. I know Jerry Jones. And, and when Jerry Jones decides to move on from an offensive play caller and then the guy that he decided on is his head coach and they bump up against each other in, in the regular season, I, I know – Jerry is expecting Mike McCarthy to be better than Kellen Moore tonight in, in some way, shape, or form. And, and I, so I think this game is more about the internal uh, play caller decisions that Jerry's made in the past kind of thing more so than it is, boy, this is going to be a win. You know, 10 weeks from now, boy, this is going to be a huge win. Um, we'll see about all that. But I think this is more about internally the, the decisions that have been made uh, in, in Dallas. And, and you want to get Jerry hot, boys. One, lose ball games, but two, make one of his decisions.
Williams look look plum ass silly, and and uh, Mike's got to refrain from doing that. It's a huge day in the Metroplex. Got the Rangers first pitch against the Strohs coming up this afternoon, and then you turn around and watch the Cowboys tonight. A lot of uh, a lot of drinking going to be happening in the, the North Dallas area. Uh, we're Come talking on, about. Man. We're talking about must wins, uh, and I think this is a must win for the Razorbacks. I think this is a must win for the Astros. You don't want to go down 2-0 with the series moving to Arlington. No, you you definitely don't. I mean, obviously in a seven game series, you don't want to drop the first two. I mean, I, I think if you if you if you're the Astros, the split is the worst you want to do. But if we look at uh, who the Astros are, and we look at what they've done this year, you know, I, I don't think it's as into the world as it may be for some franchise, some organizations. I mean, the Astros were sub 500 at home. They've played awful baseball at home for some reason this year. I don't, I can't explain it. I have no idea. They've been great on the road. So you, while, while if you do drop the first two, you got three in Arlington, you, you have played your best baseball against, against the Texas Rangers this year, and you have played your best baseball on the road this year. So it's not a, it's not just going to be the end of the, the road for the Astros if they do drop another game in Houston. So um, it, it's you know clearly, Wes. I mean, you are correct. I mean, you drop, you go down 0-2, boy, you are in, you are in some hot water. But the Astros haven't been to seven straight ALCSs. I mean, this is a, this is a franchise. This is an organization that man, they just. They just don't blink, man. They don't flinch. They don't the the the, the chemistry in the locker room, the belief. Uh, maybe it's astro arrogance to some, um, but I tell you, man, they they uh, they tend to do their play their best baseball when they're backed against the wall. So I hope they split. I hope they win tonight and split this thing. But um, it'll make for some dramatics if they don't. All right, Clint. Thanks for the time, buddy. We'll talk to you Friday. All right, boys. Y'all be good and go home. All right, Clint Sterner. Brought to you by Motorsports Authority.